0: Hello, everyone. This is Linda Killian. Welcome back to Inspire and our session uh, that we're calling Plans. It's the life and the story of Joseph. And this is number two in that session. Last time I took you all the way to Uh, Joseph being detoured All the detours that he was going to face But it was for his destiny And God's hand was on him And even though he didn't understand All of these things that were going on with him God had a plan So today I want to talk to you a little bit about Joseph The boy Joseph was born to Jacob And Rachel Jacob had two wives Leah, the older sister And Rachel, the younger He worked seven years to get Rachel, but he was tricked. And on his wedding night, the two girls were switched, and he ended up marrying Leah. And he had to work another seven years in order to have full custody of Rachel, so to speak. He went ahead and was able to marry her, but he had to work for her father another seven years in order for her to actually be his. So, Joseph was number 11 of the sons. There were 12. And as we know, these 12 men were the tribes of Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel, each one having their own tribe. And Joseph was favored by Jacob because Joseph was the firstborn of the woman that he really did love, which was Rachel. Rachel had another one, um, Ben, Benjamin, and soon after he was born, she died in childbirth. So Joseph was um, very special. Um, I'm sure Jacob loved both his sons. And I'm sure he had love for the other sons, but because this was Rachel's son, and she was no longer with them. He loved Joseph so much so that he gave Joseph a beautiful coat. He had a wonderful, colorful coat made for Joseph. Nothing made for the other sons. I would expect their coats looked uh, something like desert sand. And here's Joseph parading around in this coat all the time, being daddy's favorite. And daddy would send him out to check on the boys and find out what all they're doing. And Joseph one day told his brothers about two dreams that he had. He told his father about it too, about dreaming of stalks of wheat bowing before him and stars and moon and sun bowing to him and of course that made them furious and so one day his dad said uh joseph go out and find your brothers and just come back and tell me what they're up to out there with that kind of a statement i would think these boys are up to something all the time so dad sends the tattletale out And of course, it was a bad choice on Joseph's part to know how much his brothers hated him to go flaunt that coat in front of them out in the desert. So he goes bebopping out there. They see him coming, and they say, Behold, the dreamer cometh, making fun of him and making fun of the dream that he had. And from that moment, they begin to plot his death. As he's walking toward them, they're talking about how they're going to kill him. Now, that's some strong hate right there, that you could kill your own half-brother. But Reuben, the oldest, he speaks up and he says, we can't kill him. That would kill our father. We, we can't do that. But here's a pit. Let's throw him in the pit, and we'll decide what to do. So he comes. They throw him in this pit. He's screaming and yelling. They're up there cooking and eating and having themselves a good old time. And Joseph, I would think, heard them plotting. What are we going to do with him? We're not letting him go back home. We need to kill him. Can you imagine the thoughts that went through his head? That his brothers hate him that much? That they're plotting to kill him? And I would imagine... In that pit, Joseph had to do some thinking about his own attitude, you know? Yeah, I guess I have been pretty spoiled. Dad's favored me, and I've kind of flaunted it in front of them. And you know what? I'm not the number one right now. I'm in a pit. And my brothers are plotting to kill me. So God had to bring Joseph down a few levels because the destiny he had for him would not allow him to be prideful, puffed up, think he's better than other people. So the pit for Joseph was very necessary for his journey and for his destiny. And the next morning, they see a caravan of Ishmaelites coming and they say to one another, let's sell him to them. So they did. For 20 pieces of silver, they sold Joseph to the caravan, and they kept his wonderful, colorful coat, put blood on it, and took it back to their father. And they told him that a wild animal must have killed Joseph because they found his coat. So Joseph is on his way to Egypt. That's the land of his destiny. But we're going to stop there, and I'm going to pick up tomorrow or the next time we meet with the story of him being sold out of that band into a home. So I hope you join me next time, and I hope you've enjoyed this, and I hope you've gleaned something from this today about pit experiences and how we need to look at ourselves. It's not always that God is trying to punish us. That's not the kind of God we serve. We serve a God who wants us to see ourselves and He wants us to come and reconcile those things that are in us. He wants to renew us, renew our minds and our ways of thinking so that He can catapult us into our future, into our destiny. So be blessed and remember, God is crazy about you. I'll see you next time.